In case you missed it, check out this presentation from last year's best of the best in pediatric surgery. But also don't forget that the next best of the best in pediatric surgery is coming February 1st. We have societies participating from all over the globe. Register through the link below and prepare yourselves for a knockout event. See you there. This is amazing and it is just the competition is fierce. And so we are so glad to have you all here uh, to share your work from the past year. And I'm so glad that everyone is excited about this and hopefully um, can get more of these around the world and can help some data collection um, for, for some of these metrics that you're looking at. So that's great. So our last UPSA presentation comes from Dr. Richard Wagner from Germany. His presentation is titled Circular RNA Profiles Isolated from Amniotic Fluid that Can Distinguish Between CDH Survivors and Non-Survivors. And then we will have Dr. Udo Rolle from uh, also Germany in Frankfurt uh, give his take on this manuscript. Thank you very much for the opportunity to present our work today at Stay Current Best of the Best. And I'm going to talk about how we studied circular RNA profiles in amniotic fluid samples and how they can distinguish between CDH survivors and non-survivors. Prenatal diagnosis and prognostication of CDH cases relies currently only on imaging modalities. But sensitivity for CDH cases lies around 70% and remains imperfect in terms of uh, family counseling and prognostication. Therefore, we uh, try to find and establish biomarkers for early prenatal prediction of outcomes in CDH cases. One type of molecule with high potential for biomarkers that are organ and development specific are circular RNAs. Circular RNAs is an RNA species with a circular shape that is highly stable in biofluids and again has potential as biomarkers in several human disease contexts. As a first step towards biomarker discovery in CDH cases, we profiled circular RNAs in human fetal CDH lungs and compared these profiles to control fetal lungs from patients that didn't have a disease related to the lung. Therefore, we isolated RNA from uh, fetal lung tissues that were obtained from pathology, a pathology specimen, and we profiled circular RNAs with use of a microarray, and then we analyzed our data with bioinformatics. What we found is that circular RNA profiles are significantly altered between CDH and control lungs at two different developmental time points. So here you can see volcano plots highlighting circular RNAs, which are in total 12,000, and each dot represents a circular RNA. So dots that go to the left are downregulated in CDH, and dots that go to the right are circular RNAs that are upregulated. And the ones in red are significantly changed between CDH and control lungs. So we concluded that circular RNAs are different between CDH lungs and control lungs. Next, we applied an algorithm to test whether based on our circular RNA profiles, we could distinguish CDH from control lungs. And the answer is yes, our algorithm could cluster CDH lungs and controls into two separate groups. 
And that was true for both time points of investigation. As a second step towards establishment of a prenatal biomarker, we now used amniotic fluid samples that were obtained from CDH cases undergoing FETO, so prenatal tracheal occlusion of the fetal trachea. And now we compared circular RNA profiles between patients that later survived CDH and non-survivors. It's important to say that at the time point of amniotic fluid sampling, there was no difference between the two groups. Observed overexpected lung to head ratio was similar between survivors and non-survivors. Also gestational age, liver herniation or birth weight did not differ between the two groups. However, when we looked at circular RNA profiles isolated from amniotic fluid samples between survivors and non-survivors, we found that circular RNA profiles can distinguish between the two groups, indicating that they have some prognostic value that is superior to the current imaging modalities. Our goal is to validate these biomarkers in amniotic fluids in a larger and independent clinical cohort and def define two to three markers that can predict outcomes in CDH cases. And also we want to test whether this marker can be isolated from maternal blood samples instead of amniotic fluid. This would make an ideal biomarker for prenatal CDH outcome prediction. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to take any questions. Thank you very much to the best of the best team and best greetings from UPSA to all of you. And thank you, Richard, for presenting this very important study. And Todd, I can assure you this is the third, the third game-changing paper which comes from UPSA. Um, Richard, um, you have to expect the question. We're all talking about uh, success of translational medicine. And, um, and we, we can actually see, uh, see it on the, on, the, on the horizon. So what, what would you expect? Um, what are your next steps? When will be this beautiful marker available, just taking a bit of blood from the mother and we know there is CDH or no? And if there is CDH, we actually know about the outcome. Can you elaborate on your next steps, please? Yeah, thank you, uh, Professor Rolle, for that question. And thank you for stay current to organizing this beautiful event. Um, of course, the COVID pandemic didn't help us with this study because our next steps involve more patient recruitment, more CDH cases, and ideally different, uh, different severity scenarios so that we can have increased numbers in each group of our cohorts. And as a first next step, we have to validate what we find in that initial screening experiment. So what we did for now was we screened all the circular RNAs that can be detected in one sample. And now we have to use bioinformatics and additional samples to narrow down the most um, significant markers that can distinguish between different outcomes. So really our main goal is, and we just got funded for this by the Canadian um, Institutes of Health Research in a um, multi-center uh, fashion study to increase sample size and then, yeah, statistically narrow down the most promising markers. So that's the next steps. So you are now going into, into, into sort of a clinical trial, is this correct? 
Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I would say. We got one so minute you, left. Keep going. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is, um, yeah, I, I thought I thought that was the fi- the final. Bell. I know I, that's for us internally. That means yeah. one minute. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, currently we are uh, working with different centers that have large uh, CDH cohorts um, to to really get more cases. And and if you want to say that this is a clinical trial, I mean, we're not testing any any medication on these patients, but for sure we're in big clinical cohorts to to determine the perfect marker. Um, yes. Maybe maybe a difficult question. How do you deal with uh, patients which have another malformations uh, additional to CDH? Yeah, that's a perfect question. So as for now, we're not powered to stratify these um, cases of like syndromic CDH versus non-syndromic and then the different severities. But definitely we would have to look into that quite, quite uh, well to see whether we just detect any malformation. But we do believe that with what we've done before, circular RNAs and CDH lungs, that we have a disease-specific marker ultimately. All right, this was... Thank you. I'm uh, pretty blown away here. Look, I went to UPSA, I think a couple of years ago and had the time of my life. The papers were great. The, the, the parties were even better. Uh, but I will tell you, seeing these three papers reminds me I need to go back. Um, phenomenal that otherwise I would have missed these, never seen these. These are three game-changing papers. Uh, so thank you all for presenting these. Um, uh, Richard, there are a ton of comments. Uh, if you could please go and address some of those, a lot of a lot of really great discussion points.